Welcome to Men Alive, a biblical journey to help us conform to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, consultant in adult education, director of Go Teach Global, and author of the book Men Alive. Jim, what word comes to mind when describing men today? Pablo, your question reminds me of a humorous story of a researcher who asked a man, what are the two main problems that men face today? The man answered, I don't know and I don't care. You're right, the researcher said. Ignorance and indifference are the two main problems. Ignorance of God, the Bible, and Jesus Christ has never been higher, and indifference is right beside it. Many men now call themselves nuns. When asked what religion they follow, they answer, none. If ignorance and indifference were a virus, we would need a vaccine of biblical knowledge and Holy Spirit filling to combat this pandemic. So in answer to your question, I would choose the word unhitched to describe men today. Unhitch is an old American word that means to release or free a horse from its role in pulling a wagon or a stagecoach. It implies freedom. One pastor in America used the word unhitch to say we Christians need to unhitch ourselves from the Old Testament and its 613 laws and just be free to focus on the New Testament and the law of love. What he overlooks is that our Lord gave many other commandments besides that one commandment to love your neighbor. Jesus said, go into all the world, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey all my commandments. Jesus did not say, just go and tell people to love everybody. There are more commandments than love one another. Love is an action, not some sentimental, wishy emotion. In reality, love embraces many Hebrew laws from what we call the Old Testament, including the Ten Commandments. In order to love someone, you cannot steal from them. To love them, you cannot lie in court to save your own reputation. My greater concern is that men are becoming unhitched from the Bible, the whole counsel of the Word of God. Some reports suggest that 60% of Americans claim to read the Bible only two or three times a year. Of those who do claim to read the Bible regularly, over half do not read it. They listen to it being read by someone else. This minimalist thinking is a fast track to embracing wrong theological interpretations. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, all Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. Let me ask our listeners two quick questions. Do you believe there is a God? Yes or no? If you said no, perhaps you believe we are just a cosmic glob of spittle floating through space without meaning. If you said yes, you believe there is a God. So the next question becomes... Does this one we call God, who made us, the earth, and everything in it, reveal himself to us by giving us any rules to live by? If you say no, then you may believe we are just machines with emotions, but without moral guidance beyond do whatever makes you feel good. If you said yes, 
then you believe God did reveal himself to a chosen group of people called the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. You believe he did free them from bondage in Egypt during a night called the Passover. He did feed them and give them water to drink in the desert for 40 years. And he did give them 10 commandments and laws on how to be holy and obedient to his will for their life. Okay, men, we have a decision to make. Either the God of the Bible is real and in control, or we are autonomous moral agents making our own rules as we go through life. Pablo, look what's happening. Men are unhitching from their roles assigned by God to us as men today. You and I visit with leaders in Africa and Asia who say the same things that are happening in North America. Men are becoming unhitched from their marriage vows. Listen to what the Bible says in Proverbs 5. Drink water from your own well. Share your love only with your wife. Why spill the water of your springs in the streets having sex with just anyone? You should reserve it for yourselves. Never share it with strangers. Let your wife be a fountain of blessing to you. Rejoice in the wife of your youth. She is a loving deer, a graceful doe. Let her breasts satisfy you always. May you always be captivated by her love. Unhitching from marriage is usually called divorce. And some have been divorced and remarried so many times it might better be called serial polygamy. Either way, men, some are becoming unhitched from their marriage vows to love the wife of their youth and let only her breasts satisfy them. And many men are becoming unhitched from their children and even their grandchildren and living lives focused on meeting their own needs. It's a pandemic of passive apathy. You're listening to Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham. This program is broadcast from South Africa by Transworld Radio and is now also heard on stations across Canada and on numerous podcasts. sites. Our email address is menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Men Alive is a production of the ministry Go Teach Global. We invite you to come visit our website at goteachglobal.com. There you'll find information about Dr. Jim, and the second page gives you an opportunity to listen to any or all of the many Men Alive recorded programs. Jim, I've watched your life journey over 65 years plus. I know you have always had a passion for helping men become conformed and transformed to the image of Jesus. I vividly recall a few years ago when we were asked to do 15-minute radio programs for men based on your book, Men Alive. Our shared concern was that men were passively abdicating and abandoning their roles as a husband, father, teacher, leader, and a disciple of Jesus Christ. Pablo, abdicating means setting aside, and abandoning means giving up. What I see now is men unhitching from the roles, cutting loose, and ignoring their God-given roles. When I was in graduate school back in the 1980s, I had long discussions with some of my atheistic Marxist professors who were insistent that there was no difference between males and females. They said that if we just gave boys dolls to play with while they were young, they would develop a gentler nature. And if we gave girls toy trucks to play with, they would be inclined towards more traditional male jobs. 
There was no way I could convince them that boys just naturally love to point and shoot. Girls, not so much. One friend decided she was not going to allow her sons to play with toy guns, so any form of a gun was banned in her home. <laughs> One day she noticed her boys running around from room to room playing cops and robbers while pointing hoses and attachments from her vacuum cleaner at each other. Let me pause and ask our listeners, where are you listening to this program right now? Here's what we know. Some of you are listening from a military base in Europe. You know the Word of God says to not take away words from the Bible. But perhaps you have intellectually unhitched from reading the Old Testament because you believe all we need is love. Some are listening from a prison in Canada. You may have emotionally unhitched from the wife of your youth, followed the lusts of your flesh, and are now paying the price for not obeying God's words. And some might be listening from a truck driving on the Trans-African Highway 4. You are thinking of spiritually unhitching from your Christian faith and fulfilling the lusts of the flesh at your next overnight hotel stop. I plead with you men, wherever you're hearing this, don't do it. Stay attached to obeying God's word. Stay grafted to believing the whole Bible and stay committed to loving the wife of your youth. Get into a one-to-one -one fellowship with a kindred spirit man and study scripture together. Or find a small group and begin accountability by building scripture into each other's life. And that's powerful advice. But how can we encourage the man listening today who feels alone and unhitched from God, the Bible, and even his family? I have been in that situation. For many years, I turned away from God and pursued my own selfish ambitions. But disobedience lasts only for a moment, and the momentary pleasure of sin cannot compare to the inner emptiness of being unfulfilled through participation in unbiblical activity. The change that came when I committed my life to Christ was spectacular. Listen to how the Apostle Paul sums it up in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 17-21. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation, that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting people's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were making his appeal through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. That makes it clear, Jim. As followers of Jesus Christ, we become his ambassadors here on earth. A government ambassador of a country remains connected and loyal to his home country regardless of where he goes. He represents and interprets the laws and beliefs of his home country to citizens in a different country. Think of it this way, men. As Christ's ambassadors, we must be hitched, as it were, to a biblical worldview. One of the clearest presentations identifying a biblical worldview was given years ago by George Barna. He said we must believe seven key principles. Here's my expansion of his principles. One, 
The God of the Bible is an eternal, omniscient, omnipotent, and just creator. He is from everlasting to everlasting, is all-knowing and all-powerful, period. Number two, humans are sinful by nature. There is none righteous, no, not one. We are all dead in our trespasses and sins and alienated from God our creator. Three, Jesus Christ grants forgiveness of sin and eternal life when sinners repent and profess their faith in him alone. Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Number four, the 66 books that comprise what we call the Bible are true, reliable, and always relevant. Five, absolute moral truth exists. Two different truths exist cannot exist, and both be true. Truth is never plural. Number six, success, whether spiritual, physical, emotional, social, financial, or moral, is defined as consistent obedience to the God of creation, the God of the whole Bible. And seven, life's purpose is to know, love, and serve God with all one's heart, mind, strength, and soul. Men, all of our life choices, beliefs, and decisions need to be filtered or sifted through God's Word, the Bible. It is impossible to unhitch ourselves from the Bible, the living Word of God, and still call ourselves followers of Jesus Christ. And it is impossible to unhitch the Old Testament from the New Testament. The old foretells the new, the new fulfills the old. So, saddle up, men, get hitched to the Word of God, and let's serve Christ without fear until we see Him face to face. There you have it, men. Contact Dr. Jim with any questions at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. And when you contact us, remember that Men Alive is a listener-supported radio program and podcast. We thank you for your encouragement. Men Alive is a production of the ministry Go Teach Global. Visit us at GoTeachGlobal.com. Until next time, remember to be Men Alive, focusing on the Lord and transformed into the image and character of Jesus Christ.